This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh. I bring you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. This is Future Talk, ladies and gentlemen. And today we are going to be talking about how the U.S. is going to investigate privacy practices on Amazon, Facebook, and YouTube, and many other platforms. Now, this is a big deal, as privacy is the number one concern of every user using these platforms. Yes, indeed, and especially during the coronavirus pandemic, we've seen a lot of breaches in privacy. So is this a way to try and make social media platforms, as well as big tech giants, become safer for users? But Apple is also making headlines today because we're going to be talking about their brand new privacy feature that is trying to satisfy transparency and the security of every user. And they're calling this brand new feature Nutrition Labels. Why are they choosing this name and what does it stand for? This is all what we're going to be sharing with you in just a few moments. Yes, indeed. And let's go all the way to space, ladies and gentlemen, because this is Future Talk. Now, for many who don't know, on on December 21st, Jupiter and Saturn are closing in on their great conjunction, which a lot of people are saying that they will achieve superpowers yes. when that happens. <laughs> so why not bring an expert to tell us all about it? Yes, indeed. We are going to be speaking to Muhammad Talfaha, who is observer at the Sharjah Observatory of Sharjah Academy of Astronomy, Space Sciences and Technology. He's going to be telling us all about the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, but he's also going to be telling us about the two new astro- asteroids that uh, they actually discovered. So what are those asteroids and do they pose any threat on planet Earth? This is all what we're going to be discovering in just a few moments. We have a packed show in store for all of you. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hany Balkis. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news are happening with tech giants because we're talking all about the United States investigating privacy practices of Amazon, Facebook, YouTube and many other platforms. For many years now, we've known that those companies know a little bit more about us than we know about them. But does this pose any threat on our own privacy? That's definitely something we're going to be discussing. Yes, indeed. Nine social media platforms and Video streaming services are being investigated by the Federal Trade Commission in the U.S. Among those uh, companies is Amazon, YouTube, Facebook, and WhatsApp, and they are the largest tech companies involved in the investigation. Mm -hmm. The order did also include Discord, Reddit, Snapchat, TikTok owner ByteDance, and even Twitter. So all of the big dogs are now under investigation for privacy concerns, and I do believe that TikTok will be hit the most. I was just going to say the same because it's definitely been gaining a lot of privacy concerns. A lot of people have been speaking against it. It was almost going to be banned in the U.S. and there are still talks about whether or not it will be. But many commissioners have been saying that their aim behind this lawsuit is to basically have a greater public understanding of how social media platforms and video streaming services collect, store, and use the consumer data. Now, the order has been requesting information on how our data as users is fitting into their business plans. We do know that social media platforms make revenue out of selling our information to advertisers, but this agency is currently asking on how these companies 
are more specifically handling child and teen user data because we've it's been a big question uh, so far now as far as of today on how are these uh, information being stored on these platforms but also is it safe for youngsters to be using such uh, social media platforms unknowing that they are storing their information yes indeed it has become a growing conversation and as extensive technology use has grown during the pandemic user privacy and security are being more highly scrutinized now ladies and gentlemen we do know that our data is valuable now when we talk about privacy now you might not think and i personally don't believe that these big tech companies they take the our data to harm us they don't do it to harm us but they do it just like omnia mentioned to make revenue to make money off of us you and i yeah. and whoever is listening because they sell these data to marketers to advertisers to pinpoint our needs and wants and what kind of criteria and demographic that comes in to what we buy and what we sell mm -hmm. so this is unethical it comes under the unethical in that I don't know that you're taking my data. I don't know that you're taking my my age, my ethnicity, my religion, my height, or et cetera. The location if I like, as well. If I like books or if I like playing games, I don't know you're taking all of that. And then you're making money off of my data, off of myself. You're making money off of me, and I'm not getting a cut off of that. Now, that's where it comes a question mark to these big big companies. Yes, indeed. And critical questions will be asked about the business models, the algorithms of these social media platforms, and the way they're collecting this data. And all those questions have gone unanswered for many years now. But very soon, we will receive answers to all those questions. But you know who else is asking for answers to questions about privacy? It is Apple because they're launching a new feature, a privacy feature named nutrition labels. You'd think nutrition labels should be, you know, related to food, On food canned, uh, canned food. food. <laughs> but little do we know that these labels are going to be going on apps and making sure that app developers are actually abiding by all the rules and regulations to maintain users' privacy, as well as how much information they are collecting about every single user. Yes, and this does come in with the new, the latest iOS 14.3 update. It is designed to inform users of which data is being used to track and even link to a user and it's published in a manner that is easy to comprehend. Now, there is lingo for these type of app developers that the normal person, you and I, would not understand. And uh, Apple wants to kind of dumb it down, explain it like yeah. the person is five years old, so anyone could understand. Now, the move was first announced in the Virtual Worldwide Developers Conference in June. And Apple last week had already required developers submitting new apps or even updates to them to include their privacy practices. But Tuesday did mark the first time that these have been published. Privacy is a fundamental human right. We've heard it time and time again. And Apple is also considering this as one of its core values. So it only makes sense that it will ask app developers to be very transparent about their policy and about what data are they collecting from users to track. Some applications have nothing to do with your location. They know they do not need your photos roll. However, they do require access from them. And this poses a lot of questions. And the latest of them all was the Muslim Pro app that was actually tracking users' locations and taking all of their information when in reality, it's just an app that tells you about where the Qibla is, what are the prayer times, and gives you verses of Quran to uh, recite. But what you're sharing from uh, what you're sharing to these applications is currently 
a question, but also who you're sharing it with is the bigger question, and it should be up to us as users. Yes, indeed. The move does cover all platforms, though, so it's not only exclusive for iOS. We're talking yeah. about iPad OS, Mac OS, Watch OS, and even TV, TV OS. And these labels are deemed mandatory. Now, Apple and other big tech firms have been scrutinized for the way they allegedly handle user data, mm -hmm. which we did just talk about in the story previously. Now, the iPhone maker has long tooted its security and privacy features, and the push for enhanced transparency was elevated several levels at the conference, and it did showcase the cooperation in company's sprawling ecosystem. Yes, indeed. And one distinctive feature that Apple actually created is the sign in with Apple, where as a user, you can go ahead and set up an account on a website or an app uh, that they support. And using your very own Apple ID, you can go ahead and sign in. So this basically is a way to make sure that only Apple has access to your information and not multiple apps at once. Apple uh, has also created different applications that mon monitor all of those security features. And even their web browser, Safari, has intelligent tracking prevention. So that means it makes it a lot more difficult for companies to identify and track the users. Also, Apple Maps, apart from Google Maps, does not associate uh, an Apple ID with anything. So it does not keep a record on which locations you've been to. However, Google Maps does keep track of where you've been to. Yes, indeed. Apple has been trying very hard to show transparency when it does come to that user interaction. Now, we've seen it happen ever since the iOS 14 update. And I like it so far. I do like what Apple is doing, especially because nowadays we do have Apple Pay mm -hmm. and even our wallet. And it doesn't store credit card numbers at all, by the way. Nope. This is not stored. It's stored on your phone, I believe, so that if your phone is wiped or whatever, it's it's not in their cloud. It's not in any of that, which is very important as, as technology moves on, as we grow older in technology, we are realizing that we don't need a lot of physical copy, copies for things. Now... I've seen it in the U.S. and other European countries mm -hmm. that your ID is now connected to your phone. You have yeah. an electronic ID. We've seen electronic passports. Digital passports. Uh, digital yeah. passports. So we're seeing that nowadays, again, this goes back to something I've been saying. Your phone is not a luxury. It is a necessity. Absolutely. And uh, let us know what you think about both stories. Do you believe that Apple's new nutrition labels will protect our privacy? Or do you think it's just yet another mask for a brand new privacy feature that they are trying to say it will protect our privacy? Coming up, we're going to be leaving planet Earth and talking all about space because Jupiter and Saturn are closing in on their great conjunction very soon. On the 21st of December, we will be witnessing this great phenomena mm -hmm. and we are going to be joined by an observer at the Sharjah Observatory of Sharjah Academy of Astronomy, Space Sciences and Technology to tell us a little bit more about it. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Next week is going to be an exciting one because two planets that are found in our system are coming together. Jupiter and Saturn are closing in on their great conjunction on the 21st of December. 
at their closest, they will be only 0.1 degrees apart. So we're literally talking about a, a rare event that happens, I think, once every 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. And with a rare event, we definitely have to get experts to tell us more about this amazing uh, phenomena. Joining us today is the observer at the Sharjah Observatory of Sharjah Academy of Astronomy, Space Sciences and Technology, Mr. Muhammad Talafha, who is going to be telling us a little bit more about what this rare phenomena uh, means for us living right here on Earth, but also how often does it happen? Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you on, a sh- on the show. Now, the question is, what is the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction and how often does it happen? Uh, in fact, uh, this uh, conjunction has happened every uh, uh, if we're talking about uh, Jupiter and Saturn, will happen every 20 years, at, uh, uh, you say. Uh, but it's not coming every 20 years in that close. Mm. Um, just uh, in 2000, just before uh, the, the previous, uh, the previous uh, uh, conjunction, uh, it was uh, more than one degree. And now, uh, after five days and next uh, Monday, it will be very close, uh, 0.6, uh, uh, six arc minutes. This, uh, mm. if we're talking about the, the, uh, the, the distance mm. or uh, angular distance, six arc minutes, it's almost uh, one over five of uh, lunar disk, moon mm. disk. It's very close. Maybe uh, uh, there's an ancient, in, uh, uh, there's an example for this very close uh, uh, object, like uh, uh, there is uh, most of maybe 50 percent, more than 50 percent of the stars. Mm. It's double stars. That means uh, at least uh, you will find two stars, three uh, or four stars make a, a competition with each other to a revolution around each other. Mm. Okay, there is uh, two stars. Uh, it's called uh, Saha and and Meza. Uh, okay. It was like like a test for your eyes. If you want to check uh, any eyes in ancient Arab ancient. They uh, uh, try to see two stars in the Suha and Meza. Mm. Uh, it, uh, uh, far, uh, the, the distance between them 12 arc minutes. Now, in, in next Monday, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, distance. Grand, uh, uh, the distance between them will be uh, uh, six arc minutes. Maybe they will be as one object, right? One bright. Wow, can you imagine looking at the sky only to find yeah. two planets yeah. looking like one bright object? And you can start from, to, to recognize this, you can start from today, after sunset, just looking to the west, uh, southern west uh, direction, you will see two uh, uh, objects mm. close to each other. Now, uh, you can use your camera to memorize this. Day by day, you will recognize how they coming close to each other. Phenomenal. I mean, Amazing. Can we watch it with our human eye and we don't need a telescope? Yes. Everything you can see it by your eyes, just except please the sun. Anything, mm. conjunction or anything else. If you hear about the sun, please don't use your eyes. <laughs> anything you can see it by your eyes. Uh, for example, mm. this conjunction, uh, okay, it's easy, the moon. Uh, most of these conjunctions happen between moon and other planets mm. because all of them coming in the same, same way. Uh, we know, we know the moon is fastest object uh, moving in the sky. Every day it's jump 12 degrees uh, and uh, sometimes meet all the planets in, in every month, every month they meet the planets and come close to each other mm. to, to, to this planet. 
the conjunction is uh, really, really uh, very rare and will happen after uh, in same in same distance mm. uh, in 2080, 60 years wow. until to see it again. And, but okay, it's every 20 years happens. Next uh, 20 years uh, meeting will be or uh, conjunction will be uh, more than one degree. That means normal. Mm. Uh, it happens, but it's normal conjunction. It's not that big. So what makes this event even more rare is that this is the closest they will ever be for a very, yes. very long time. Yes. Uh, Mr. Muhammad, a lot of us may be wondering, why do we refer to the planets meeting as a conjunction? Uh, and is it risky for planet Earth? Is this meeting between Jupiter and Saturn going to pose any threat on us Earthlings? Uh, it's, uh, thank you for your uh, question. It's uh, uh, happened, or, or, or maybe we can go to the, something called astrology. It's mm. nothing, nothing. Uh, uh, effect here in, in our because in fact mm. in fact this conjunction it's uh, appeared just appeared from the our uh, uh, field of view to mm. the uh, to the this uh, planet that means uh, uh, if we uh, calculate the distance between sun and jupiter in that time mm. now it's uh, almost 700 million kilometers the distance between sun and saturn it's the double, 1,400 million kilometers. Mm. It's very far from each other. Uh, each um, uh, planet in, in his um, uh, uh, period or, or his plane. Uh, orbit. Uh, just, uh, orbit, yes, it's uh, just moving. But appear from our side, it's come close to each other. So we're just the lucky ones to get to witness it. <laughs> yes, yes, really, really. Uh, there are some, many, many of these events happened by hundreds of years. Uh, we are very lucky to, to see uh, something like this. Absolutely. Coming up, we're going to be talking all about why the pair of those planets, Jupiter and Saturn, are known as the elongated star and uh, when and how will this conjunction uh, be visible to all of us living right here on planet Earth. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Al-Saleh and Hany Balkis. A rare phenomena will be visible in the skies of the UAE next week, the 21st of December. Mark your calendars because Jupiter and Saturn will be closing in on their great conjunction. Even though this phenomena overall is very rare, it happens only once every 20 years, this will this year will actually be the closest that they have ever been. Joining us today is Mohammed Talafa, who is the observer at the Sharjah Observatory of Academy of Astronomy, Space Sciences and Technology. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Mohammed, some pair, some say the pair will look like an elongated star on that date. Will they or will they look like a double planet? Uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, elongated. That means that, um, uh, everything, everything in the sky, uh, as we call it in, in, in uh, that the stars, we call it as a point source point. Everything until in telescope, big telescope, we see it. Everything. As a point, mm -hmm. uh, this is the difference uh, to be uh, as a very close to each other, and the planet it's larger as a disk is larger than because it's a cloud. Uh, uh, that means uh, that the uh, brightness of uh, of this uh, planet will uh, uh, merge to mm -hmm. each other, and uh, we will uh, see something not unusual, really mm -hmm. unusual to see something in the sky. With some, uh, it's not a, a point or circle. Mm -hmm. This is the difference. 
because the brightness of the uh, Jupiter is very high, higher than really higher than Saturn, uh, will uh, cover everything. I Mm -hmm. And a lot of people may be wondering how visible will this conjunction be right here in the skies of the UAE and where is the best spot for someone to go ahead and witness it? Great. Uh, our uh, good chance for uh, uh, observing the planets, it's very easy to, uh, to observe in mm -hmm. any time that will appear above the, uh, uh, the horizon. Mm -hmm. uh, our event, uh, you can in easy way just uh, take a look for the uh, southwest Mm. Uh, until uh, you can start from today uh, to prepare yourself to uh, recognize and understand what happened. Uh, just to uh, south uh, southwest, uh, 30 degrees above the uh, horizon, mm. you can see two point, bright point object, and you can uh, see it by a very, very easy uh, observation. But in the other uh, uh, and mm. uh, we can do that by telescopes. Mm. The mm. telescopes is our uh, strong eye. Yeah. Uh, uh, what the difference really? If you if you use your eyes, just you would see two bright dot or elongation uh, something. But your by your telescope, you would see the real uh, uh, planet, uh, Saturn with rings, uh, Jupiter with uh, with uh, Galileo moons uh, close to each other. Uh, to see these features uh, for the planet, yeah. uh, you need very zoom telescope. Okay, zoom telescope, telescope you will uh, lose the field of view. Uh, this is the technical observation. Mm. But now, in the first time, we can observe it by the same telescope, very zoom telescope, and we, uh, uh, without, without Photoshop or something, just in the normal way, you can see it in the same uh, field of view. Mm -hmm. uh, we will start from today, uh, to publish uh, and uh, uh, just follow up the, the closest from today we will take the uh, same image for these uh, planets to uh, show the people how they coming close to each other day by day absolutely uh, yeah in, in, in our uh, SAST uh, academy uh, we have a big effort mm. i don't know maybe we can we can say that absolutely yeah yeah, it's it's for uh, people of each and we can uh, we can talking about uh, um, you can use a telescope binocular uh, mm -hmm. and your eyes and um, uh, we will uh, explain more and more and you can come to us just after sunset mm, just so right here in charge they can yeah. actually go ahead and check it out now Mohammed would you recommend for some people to go to Mleha desert where there's less air pollution to watch this phenomena? Uh, for Malaya uh, Desert, really, uh, I'm uh, recommended for anyone to go to the, the desert. Just to uh, uh, not just for planet. Mm. Planet you can you can you can see it in inside the cities. Mm. This is the good uh, thing. Mm. But if you go to Malaya, you will uh, you will observe more than planet, stars, and uh, meteors. You will you will uh, take some very very good astronomical session there. <laughs> really, I like Mleha and uh, always we go there to observe, to go a little bit, as, as you said, uh, to uh, go far away from the light pollution. But it's uh, happened inside the cities and outside cities. This is the good uh, in this conjunction. You can observe it from anywhere. So what, what time are we looking at? The time frame of when it will be at a peak hour? Uh, great. Uh, uh, 21st of December, mm -hmm. just after sunset, mm. after sunset, you can start 
observing and see it for two hours. Okay. Mm. Next two hours after sunset. For uh, uh, 5.30 to 7.30. Why? Because the, the uh, altitude of this uh, object, Jupiter mm. and Saturn, 30 degrees. 30 degrees give us just two hours. Mm. To be they... able to witness it until they yes. move apart. Yeah, because they will they will uh, sit mm. behind the horizon. Absolutely. Just in two hours. Yeah. After so... sunset, uh, uh, so we can go ahead and mark our calendars the 21st of yeah. December 5.30 to 7.30 if you want to witness a very rare phenomena that happens only once in 20 years Jupiter and, and Saturn are closing in with their conjunction and the first time in history it are they are this close I think it was 0 0.1 meters degrees, degrees yes. uh, distance between both planets we do need to check that out. Absolutely. Coming up on the show, we're talking about yet another accomplishment that is going to be witnessed in the skies of the UAE because the Sharjah Academy for Astronomy, Space Sciences and Technology have discovered two new asteroids within 11 that were actually observed in the asteroid belt. Lots of people tend to freak out whenever we talk about asteroids, thinking that they will pose a big threat on planet Earth. Will they or won't they? This is definitely something that we're going to be sharing in just a few moments. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Today's show is all about outer space. We've talked about Jupiter and Saturn meeting up on the 21st of December in a conjunction that is quite rare. But there are many accomplishments that were discovered right here in the UAE and more specifically in the heart of Sharjah that have to do with space as well. The Sharjah Academy for Astronomy, Space Sciences and Technology discovered two new asteroids within 11 that were actually observed in the skies uh, of the UAE and more specifically in the asteroid belt. Joining us today is the observer, Mr. Mohamed Talafha, who has been informing us a lot about all of those different phenomena. But now we want to talk a little bit about will they kill us? Will these asteroids destroy planet Earth? Yes, Mohammed did give us kind of a crash course on space and these phenomena. And now we're talking about asteroids. And uh, what what is the aim behind the study of asteroids and how do researchers Observe them, Mohammed. Uh, in fact, uh, firstly, uh, there's, uh, uh, there's nothing happens to, the, to our uh, our whole planet uh, about these two asteroids. Uh, alhamdulillah, they are very fast. But uh, what's the behind of these discoveries? Uh, in fact, uh, everything uh, about the uh, observing around us inside our uh, solar system to understand the environment. Uh, uh, here, just close to, to us in, in, in solar system. Uh, there's many, many of these uh, observations, uh, studies to, um, uh, to protect our probe from mm -hmm. far away from the, uh, protect our um, uh, astronauts. They want to, to live in, in some time, they want to mm -hmm. live in moon or go to farther to the uh, Mars. Uh, we need to understand exactly uh, how about our environment? Is it very dangerous or not? In fact, it's, it's, it's a little bit dangerous. That means we need to protect our uh, uh, our uh, messengers. Yes. Mm. Now, mm -hmm. go ahead, Omnia. Absolutely. Now, a lot of us may be wondering, uh, do they pose any threat on planet Earth? 
such asteroids? Uh, in, uh, in fact, uh, such asteroids, mm -hmm. uh, if we're talking about uh, the, the all, yeah. uh, any, uh, all, uh, uh, big uh, mm. uh, yeah. about this, mm -hmm. um, there is many of these asteroids called near-Earth objects. Mm. Near-Earth objects that mean come very close to the to the other uh, yeah. Earth. Um, uh, and uh, the, we have uh, many telescopes around uh, uh, Earth. Mm -hmm. uh, they calling uh, alarm alarm system yeah. to uh, catch them, catch us observe yeah. before before they reach to our uh, Earth orbit. But mm -hmm. until now, there's no technology mm -hmm. really. I'm sorry uh, to protect Earth about mm. Earth system. But uh, in fact, the next 100 years. There is no uh, fear, there is no danger about this uh, until we observe and we know exactly this orbit. There is no no uh, dangerous uh, uh, asteroid mm -hmm. uh, uh, coming to now, our uh, Now, Mohammed, going back and talking about the two asteroids that were discovered, uh, what is the what, what is going to be going on, and how are they going to be monitored over the coming months? Uh, in fact, um, any uh, discovery uh, needs uh, uh, more uh, observation. Uh, we start observing. We, uh, in fact, this discovered, uh, to be honest, uh, collaboration with the uh, uh, Stars Network Telescope. Um, uh, these PANSTARS, they uh, observe every day, every night, uh, and generate more than 1,000 images uh, as a scientific image on mm. the sky. Uh, we uh, uh, here in Shadow Observatory we have this experience to analyze this image. Uh, uh, we take uh, a part of this image and analyze it for uh, one month, mm -hmm. and we find these two asteroids. Okay. Mm -hmm. After this uh, step, we have many steps really, uh, to re-observation uh, to build the, the uh, orbit for this asteroid around the sun to know exactly uh, all the specification of this. Absolutely. So we definitely have lots and lots in store uh, to witness in the skies of the UAE, but also Very to keep following up with. Thank you so much, Mr. Muhammad Talafha, for informing us about outer space and uh, how safe Earth is, at least to this day and age. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. And I would like to uh, thank uh, all the listeners from your side. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you on the show, Mohammed. December 21st, mark the date on your calendar. It will be a phenomenon that you cannot miss. I personally will be looking at the sky and maybe <laughs> take a trip to Malihad Desert with some friends, yeah. kind of have a camp over there and watch the sky. But this does conclude the show for today. Yes, indeed. Future Talk yeah. is coming to an end, but we will see you same time, same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. Coming up is the halftime show, the one and only place to be at 3. Amr al will be bringing you everything you need to know about mental health, physical fitness, and also how he has been uh, fighting off COVID-19. Lots and Lots is in store right here on Pulse95, so make sure you keep Pulse95 locked, and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.